Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, so let's bring on Joel here. This is going to be a very interesting week. Dennis will be on in, in, in a second. Good morning, Joel. Um, this, this is going to be a weird And there's Dennis. Good morning, Dennis. One second uh, later. This is going to be Global an interesting timing. week, I think, um, because the the Omicron variant is making its way um, to, you know, around, within, through the the Benzinga family. So I know a couple of us are feeling a, feeling a little under the weather, but not not so bad, but 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 affecting nonetheless. So, um, you know, if anything weird happens, we'll just chalk it up to are that. Are we going to tell who has COVID? I do, I do you want do you want to share who has COVID? Do they want to share it? I do. Give you the green light. I, I mean, I, I, so so producer Enver, uh, who's here, uh, has COVID, and then Mitch, who's uh, he's not even here right now, but he Mitch has COVID. I, I yeah. Uh, so and we um, had and and we had a direct exposure. My sister in law's got COVID, and unfortunately, uh, before she knew she had COVID, we saw her. So we were right in that period where we could get nailed. Um, yeah. And my wife has actually got a sore throat, so I think it's starting here now. So. High probability that we're going to get dinged with the two. I'm okay yet. Okay. My son's okay with that. Uh, daughter had a little bit of diarrhea, which isn't a good sign. And um, obviously, my wife is laying on the couch with a sore throat. So I'm assuming that's probably COVID as well. We we're self isolating. We started self isolating immediately as soon as we found out her sister had COVID. Um, our builders, you know, like we've just got it. It's just everywhere. It's everywhere. I mean, the bottom yeah. line, I'm firmly believing, I've said this on the show. I think everyone is going to get it. I don't think you can, unless you're just going to stay in your house and not leave your house forever. I think you're going to get it. Like Mitch thinks he got it from Walmart. And so, I mean, that's very possible too. A lot of people going in and out of there. I mean, I think it's just so contagious. I think we're all going to get it. So I don't know if we have it yet. We haven't done an official test on, on my wife, uh, but with sore throat and with her sister getting it, it, it kind of adds up. So I think, you know, it's possible we're going to get it too. All right. So here's the story of the day. We obviously have a big M&A deal. We will talk about that. But I'm, I'm going to call today like Guidance Monday. I, I can't remember a Monday with the sheer volume of guidance headlines that we've gotten already today. Let me just show you in, in the Benzinga Pro for a second just how – before we go to the market. I, I, know, I know we'll get to the market. We haven't gotten to there yet. But just how many – look at all the guidance headlines. This is just guidance. This is just guidance today. Look at all these headlines. Just guidance. Look at that. It's ridiculous. Anyway, we'll get to all that and more. But let's bring up Joel's charts here. And, uh, Joel, we are leaking this morning. Tell us about it. You know, when you go to the racetrack and you're looking at the odds, well, don't go anymore. But when you're looking and, and, uh, you know, you try and wait to the last second to make your wager, right? Yep. Because of the late money. The late money comes in, and the late and smart money. So if there's a horse at like five, six to one, then all of a sudden, boom, it drops to three to one, two to one. That's your late money. Well, the late money's been coming in the market, and it's been hitting the market. We saw it a couple days last week. We even saw it on Friday, where you know near the end they wait, they wait, they wait. They couldn't sell on strength. They sold on weakness, and you're getting more follow through. Uh, we were as high as forty six, eighty one, seventy five. We won't see that. Uh, 46.33 is the pre-market low, and uh, we're currently trading down 31 handles at 36.75. Um, IWM is trading down with it. That's down a buck fifty. Everything's in the red. Crude's yeah. in the red by 70 cents. At Even Burke is Burke in the red? Barely. Uh, no, I got it up 22 no, it's cents. Green. <laughs> well, it's offered red, though. There's an odd lot offering it down, so it's slightly in the red. You that guy doesn't know what Warren. he's doing. You yep. can't stop Warren, man. Unbelievable. The only um, thing that would knock Warren down is if he got COVID. Then they'd be like, uh-oh, Warren's got COVID. 
Uh, gold down 390, uh, silver down six cents, Bitcoin down a thousand, and Ethereum down 170. And then I'm looking at the, all the big tech where everyone was hiding out Apple, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, Tesla, Facebook, and Nvidia. Yeah, all in the red, and oh. we got we got the redness going on today. I think you're in a you're in this market where capital preservation is the key here. I know there's a lot of people want to keep buying the dips. The dips have not been significant in big cap tech, and I think there's going to be a catch up trade here. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. We get a ten percent correction in some of these big cap names, maybe a little bit more, because you know what, the broad market's corrected a hell of a lot more than that. Not to spy, but when you look at you know the IWM or you look at the average stock, and what was the stat? Like this, one of the, I think the average stock is down over twenty five percent from the highs, Joel. I saw that. Yeah, stat who gave around that this stat? Is that um, not crazy that we're two, three percent off the all time highs on the spy, but the average stock is down twenty five percent from its highs? There's such a disconnect in the indexes. I mean, the spy really makes no sense anymore because it's just so weighted to those five, six names. Yeah, and uh, it, it's coming the roost. I don't know if Mitch gave us that stat or it was. Uh, I, I saw it floating around Twitter. So yeah, very, very, I, I, it, it feels like it's right, though. It, it yeah, doesn't very, feel very, like variations know. of that stat have been going around for a couple months. But yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, we're in a bear market in most stocks. Yeah, in most stocks, with the average stock, we're in a bear market. We're not in a bear market in spy. Not in a bear market in Q's. We're definitely not in a bear market in Berkshire Hathaway, but <laughs> Berkshire Hathaway. But if you're sitting here hiding and buying Berkshire now, I'm going to say it on this show today. You are doing it backwards. I mean, Berkshire Hathaway just had a 7% rally in four trading sessions. That's enormous. And it's disconnecting from its Apple position. I mean, I don't that, know. Like, that, that's a crazy it's, There's thing. a disconnect happening there, which is insane in itself. I think everybody just like is flocking into Berkshire because they don't know what to do. They're like, well, we need value. He buys value stuff. But if it's you know really true that, it, and I don't know, I've never looked at inside the Berkshire uh, in, in the last little while to see how big the Apple position is. But if it's 40% Apple, when Apple starts breaking down, it should break down too, but it's not happening the last few I bet you he's been selling. I bet you he's been Maybe. stealing out on this. What are, what, uh, when do we get the uh, the next uh, round? 13 of- Yeah. Uh, it's February 15th. February uh, 12th. Oh, we don't a while. get it for a while. Yeah. Well, did we get the ones for the end of the year then yet? No, that's that's February 15th. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, right, because it's 45 days. I mean, that's so useless. I mean, everybody goes in these 13. Oh, look what they're buying. <laughs> it's 45 days later, people. He's already sold it. That is the thing that he bought. So, But here we are. We're in this value-oriented market that just will not give up. I mean, we look, you know, and you see the banks just continue to rip higher. They're up again this morning. Bank America up 10% last week, Joel. Bank America. Basically, when you look at it, I'm, I'm ballparking it. But it started the week around 44 and a half, I believe. Yeah. And, you know, $50. I mean, a 10% move in the banks. And, again... It's a little bit, you know, you know, you're coming into bank earnings season. There's a little bit of, you know, front running that, if you will. Um, um, you know, you look at J.P. Morgan trading up here this morning. Citigroup, we're going to hear from Citigroup, J.P. Morgan, Wells on Friday. But I mean, this is the interest rate trade. This is higher rates. The banks directly benefit. We talked about this for a long time. I've kind of been waiting for it. It just took a long time. Remember Citigroup? I was like, I think at 61, at 60, at 59, at 58, it kept going down. But I said, I think eventually this turns around. And now it is starting to turn around. So, I mean, logic is working in this market. It didn't work in any of 2020. It has worked fairly well in 2021 and is working exceptionally well in 2022. And what I mean by logic is, okay, you're playing nosebleed stuff that doesn't make any sense. You sell it. I mean, GME is a case in point too. You know, like here is a complete reversal on Friday. And if you think that's a good tape, that is not a good tape. Um, GME has a headline, which they buzzword the hell out of everything. I mean, obviously I broke from wherever, but buzzwords all over that. You know, NFTs, crypto, every buzzword you could think about. Stock rips higher on the algos after hours, rips higher pre-market, opens in the regular session, and they start puking it right away. Open at the high tick. You short that opening tick. You take no heat. Stock comes in 10 points in 10 minutes on Friday and then continues to leak and almost gives it all back. And now we're looking at it. It has almost given it all back from that headline just two days ago. So here you are, if you're paying ridiculous valuations for stocks, 
you're getting punished for it. And you've been getting punished for it for a while, but you're getting exceptionally punished for it in early 2022. And you know what? I, I agree with it. I mean, logic is working again, and that makes me feel better about the markets because for so long, logic was just thrown out the window. It was all about buzz and story and who's talking. Is Reddit talking your stock? Well, that tide has turned, you know, and now we're in this market where valuation matters, where PEs matter, where story doesn't matter as much. It's more about, okay, is there earnings? Is there, you know, cash power, you know, and that's the market. And it may change again, but that's the market we're currently in. I don't know if you caught this last night, uh, and I actually saw it this morning. Uh, Goldman uh, slipped a little thing in there saying they see four hikes this year. Um, and that, 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 uh, I saw that headline, uh, from last night. So that's another thing that's, uh, four hikes. I mean, now we've gone from zero to one to two to four. It's now, all going to depend on the market. If the market holds up and I mean, S and P's because everybody looks at the S and P's and, you know, we got, you know, the fed isn't looking, you know, at the, at the, uh, you know, GameStop or other stocks have come off significantly. They're looking at the S&Ps. That's what, you know, the majority of market managers still look at. It's still the benchmark, even though it's probably a poor benchmark now, but it's still the benchmark. I mean, if the market, if SPY starts to sell off significantly, we're down 10, 15%, they'll start backing off on, you know, the interest rate hike talk. Because I will say it again, this Fed says they're data dependent, but they look at the markets. And if the markets are coming in, they'll say, well, the wealth effect here is happening now. So now we don't have to raise as much. And then, you know, you, you could actually see a rally if they start to back off those talks. So, you know, it's kind of like you still, it's hard to go to cash and say, oh yeah, we got an imminent crash happening because, you know, the market's gonna, you know, they're gonna have interest rates rising and we're gonna go into, you know, a, a tighter environment. Well, that's going to cause the market to sell off and the market's going to sell off. The Fed's going to look at that and say, well, maybe we should back off on that. So I don't believe we're going to get four rate hikes this year. I think we'll get, I think we're going to get a couple. I'm challenging whether we even get three because I think the markets will get dinged enough that the Fed will start backing up, backing off. Remember when you talked, uh, you've been saying this for the last couple of weeks about, you know, a death by a thousand cuts, right? I mean, yeah. you're not, not like your March and your February and March. And that kind of is what happened last week. I mean, you made that new all-time high on Monday and, you know, we came off hard off the, the Fed notes, but it, you know, it seems like it, like it, it crawls back, you know, and it's like, oh, that's not that bad of a day. And then it has another day like that, and it and that that's kind of what it feels like. So if you think you're like you're getting bargains today, I mean, I got the spy up here. Uh, I mean, we're not we're nowhere near our, even our our December lows. Remember with the December lows? So I don't think there's any bargains out here. Yeah, there there is, I, I'll take that back. There is some bargains. You got to go bargain hunting. So and yeah, I think there is some bargains out there, but. Is it easy to find those bargains right now, or is it easier just to maybe sit back and let the dust settle a bit? You're sitting with some cash. I don't think you got to rush in. I don't think you're going to miss it. Maybe I'm wrong. And like I said, you can always nibble. And I bought two stocks last week. I bought I bought Baidu and I bought JD. So I thought the value, you know, to come to a level where value starting to make sense. But even some of these growth names, if they can continue to fall eventually they could come down enough that they start to make some sense. And I'm not saying I'm jumping into growth right now, um, but you know, there's going to be an opportunity here eventually. And some of these beaten down Kathy names that some of them will get, you know, to a point where they're not as ridiculously overvalued as they were. Um, There was another thing I saw it on zero hedge where I think it was, man, I'm going to butcher it. So I shouldn't, I uh, probably have even brought it up, but those stocks something... you bought have already. I mean, well, they could continue to go lower, but they've already. I mean, they've had substantial corrections, right? Yeah, not, I mean, yeah, I, I'm looking. I'm looking. So here's how I'm taking my approach: Have we had a significant sell-off, and have they come to a valuation that can start to make sense? JD, Baidu, Baba have all sold off to probably pretty, you know, fairly cheap. I mean, Baba, you can almost say it's cheap now. The risk is China. We don't know what they're going to do. So there is an outlying risk there, but just taking the companies and looking at the fundamentals, I didn't touch Baba. Main reason it, it kind of went too fast, but more so that they picked on Baba pretty hard already. They haven't been picking on JD yet. Maybe they're going to, they haven't you know, been picking as much. I don't know if they've been picking on Baidu, but they haven't either. I just feel like we've come into a value area where I, I take a shot. You know, I'm not going all in, but I'll take a piece. 
I, I feel like we'd be re- uh, remiss not to at least mention what the week in in bonds. And I, I don't look at the bond market like super closely I, I, or all the time. But Jim Bianco, I'll, I'll put the, the 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 link in the chat. He, uh, he had an amazing Twitter thread over the weekend just about how bad a week last week was like historically bad for bonds um really in 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 the back half obviously once the minutes came out um but he was looking at total return um which is you know a combination of uh of 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 price and yield uh the last last week was the worst week for 30-year bonds in terms of total return um it since at least 1973 wow it was the worst week for the 10-year note um in 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 42 years um uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a really, really, really bad week for bonds. And it just comes down to, or in terms of total return, and it comes down to, it's like, where are you going to put your money? You can't put it in bonds. It's the takeaway there, right? So it's like, what do you do with it? Stocks? Well, it doesn't make any sense. That's the place, and that's the thing I've been talking about for the last six months. Right. I mean, it, it's, it seems crazy that I would go and buy the TLT with a 1.56% right. yield right. In, in, in an environment where we've got posted 6.5% inflation. You know, unless you think the market is crashing and everybody's just going to go to cash and 1.56% is better than zero. But you're in a rising interest rate environment, which is not good for that. You're obviously in an inflationary environment, which is not good for that. I think bonds lose no matter what. So, I mean, the TLT rally to 154 back in December was just crazy. And, you know, I guess we should have been shorting hand over fist. Um, 142 now. I, I said on this show a couple of times, I think the TLT could go to 110 and still, you know, not be like, still not make that much sense. So I don't know. I guess it's 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 the alternative to cash, right? So people are sitting in their bank accounts and you get guess. nothing or next to nothing. But interest rates are going to start creeping up. So you're going to start getting something. So this yield needs to start creeping up too. And 20-year, 1.56%. Sounds like I'm not interested at all. And I think it's going to be a lot of other people. So 133 was the low from last year. I think we're going to challenge that and take that out eventually. I think all rallies to be sold in the TLT. I don't know if I read it in uh, in Barron's or whatever. It's like there, it's not so much of you know the interest rates going up. It's just the, the oversupply of the bonds and the selling of the bonds that that people are more worried about and that's that's evidenced by the uh by the TLT and uh also the 30 year bond so I don't know. We're we're getting kind of bearish here, Spencer. Can you kind of come on? Can you come out with We've uh, been bearish, but we're bullish in <laughs> some know. stuff. Uh, get some I, good let's news? have a good story. Go to Zynga. Let's yeah, go Zynga. Let's go to let's go to this and this is another thing is like this headline here this morning take two buying Zynga is you could have been in the, some people, you know, Michael Pactor has been on our show, has been calling for this for, for years, and now now he's been proven right eventually, but the timing is always the timing is, everything. is everything, right? So yeah. the news this morning, take two is buying Zynga. The takeout price is nine dollars and eighty-six cents, comes out to a value of twelve of twelve point seven billion dollars. So you see ZNGA go up to around nine eighty six. You see take two get a hit on this. We did get uh, a comment from Pactor. He said he's not sure he can do any media today. He's obviously very busy, but this is what Pactor just told us a few moments ago. He said, I really like this one. I think Take-Two's history of leaving acquired companies alone will work out well here. Zynga can run the Take-Two mobile business, which is now half of the combined business, and Take-Two will thrive. I expect Zynga management will end up running Take-Two in a few years. Wow. So 350 in cash. I think it, when the math works out to zero point because it's such a slow price stock. It, it looks to me like I was just doing quick math, 0.0386. I didn't take that from anything. I was just trying to do the, the math from the closing price. And they said it was $6.36 in stock. So, And I might have did the math wrong, but because uh, I just did it just quickly here just a couple minutes ago. But I, it's about 0.0386, it looks like, um, in stock. But verify that um, before you start trading that on that. So, um, so obviously, it's cash and stock. Um, I own So I own Zynga. You know I own Zynga. I've own, I own it because of Michael Pactor. I got lucky on this one because he came on our show. Stock was around nine. It was in the nines. And he, he's on our show multiple times about talking about Zynga. He's liked Zynga for a long time. So, you know, credit where credit is due. 
like just say you know let's let's give michael practice some credit because he's been on our show and he's talked to gamers before but he's brought us three takeovers on this show he brought us you know king digital yeah, which was king. candy crush was like six, seven ago. years ago he oh, said on the show when this was first when we first started like six seven years ago said on this show i cover this stock he's this was his words i cover the stock i almost want to not stop stop covering the stock just yeah. so i can go and buy it that's how much i like it and when he said that, I was like, well, okay, well, if he's that bullish and I, he does his homework, I'm going to buy it. I bought King Digital, and um, it got taken over about six months later. Um, Glue Mobile, he brought us. Um, he was convicted. He thought eventually it could get taken out by somebody. It eventually did. And Zynga, he also said, is a takeout candidate, and it gets bought out too. So pr- credit to – he's maybe got the timing off on Zynga because a lot of people – he was on our show, was in the mid-nines when he said it on our show recently – probably be back and you know towards the end of the year obviously went up to over twelve dollars but it come off you know significantly since then actually it's probably about a year ago um so anyways it's 9 11 gets taken out um i am long zynga unfortunately i'm long take two as well so even though i get you know a nice pop and zynga i get dinged on my take two position i will probably sell my zynga here today because i don't want double take two i ought to sell one of them so i don't i'm maybe i sell the take two because it's come in um, so I have less tax to pay, but in, in any regard here, I don't want to, um, um, own double take two. So that's why I probably got to sell some Zynga. Uh, Spencer mentioned, you know, maybe, you know, someone coming in and, you know, sweetening the pie, you know, make it a little bit better of an off, you know, come in a higher price. But I think when they look what they're doing to the take two stock, I think that that might, uh, might be enough of a deterrent trading. They down. don't like yeah. paying up, you know, yeah. and they're hitting take two pretty hard down 17 points on this. Yeah. Yeah. That's a ding. I mean, I'm holding my take two. I'm, I, I'm obviously I'm, I'd be double long if I held them both. So I, like I said, I got to sell one of them because I want to be double long this, but I do like take two still. So I think I, I you don't want to be a hero because they might really start spanking. You never know. This market's crazy seems like you know they start spanking something they continue to spank it sometimes so um i'd probably wait till the death settled to get back in if i wasn't in take two already but i don't know i'm happy zinga got bought out uh yeah and and again it's like you could have been rooting calling for this for for two three years and this doesn't help anyone that bought Zynga a year ago at 12 or 11. Or but 10. it helps everybody that bought it at 5. Right, because right. Actor's right. been talking about this for a long time. So, you know, he, he has talked about Zynga. We've had Patrick come on the show for nice. the entire seven years we've done this show. He's talked about Zynga multiple times. He talked about it at 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. You know, so eventually it goes off the board at 9. Um, you know, obviously it's all timing, but he's longer term. I mean, you know, maybe he's disappointed that, you know, it didn't go off at 12 or 15 or $18, but we're not in Kansas anymore either. This is a market environment that everything growthy has been getting smacked around. A lot of things techie have been getting smacked around. So I think, you know, it, people are getting their money back and this is a bonus as well. I had Zynga at 10. When it broke down through 10, I sold it because I thought I might get it back at a better price. I rebought it at seven um, about not that long ago, like a, maybe two, three months ago. And it's been down at six. So obviously, you know, now I'm green in it, but it's, uh, you know, it obviously to your point, Spencer, not everybody's going to make money on this one. I'm and, just and, looking at these other ones and like EA is holding up the best out of everybody, huh? I mean, this is all time high, you know, the 150 area and trading 132, 133, 18. Yeah. Well, I mean, better than Activision. Look at that. Well, Activision had the problems, though, too. Activision's had multiple issues, the management, and then, you know, what was the issues? The the one. uh, Bobby Kodak is all sorts of problems there. Yeah. Um, I will just note, it's it's been about a year since the Glue mobile acquisition. So now in in the last 12 months, the top two largest mobile gaming companies have gone off the board. Uh, and, that, and that's why, you know, Mar- Michael Pactor had said Zynga's the next likely target because after Glue Mobile went, you know, it's kind of logical. Even when Glue Mobile, Mobile went, Zynga popped big time that day. Oh, it's probably yeah. why Zynga got up to $12 was off the Glue Mobile deal. You might be, they might go 18 or you might be right. You're probably right, actually, because it, yeah. it was February of last year. Yeah, so it, that's when Zynga was starting making the highs. And in hindsight, Capital's 2020. I guess it would have been the sell because the deal didn't come till significantly later. But mm-hmm. still, still came. So Pactor's. Pactor's right, you know, regardless of, you know, whether you bought it at 10 or 9 or 8. 
Yeah, but that's timing on your individual investor, not so much on Pactor because he's been bullish for a long time. What level of Candy Crush is your mom on? <laughs> <laughs> she's right at the top always. She waits yeah. for the levels to come out. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. She's, she's not playing as much as she was though. She's into like that. I don't know. It's, I'm actually going to get mad. That I get the names wrong. Like Farm Story or one of them. She's Farm, up. Farmville. Farmville. Farm, farm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a champ at Farm. There's one. There's one that's got dinosaur eggs in it too and stuff. She plays. I have no idea. So she builds these things. Like she's my mom's an expert. There's no way she's still playing Farm. Farmville is like 2013. No, no one's still playing. I don't know. Which uh, she's right. going to be mad. I'll find out. She'll probably. Right. I, I'm a, I'm an expert at uh, farming with words. <laughs> All right. Good one, Joel. Joel, take a terrible. Get, answer, guess how sure. many? Guess how many mobile games I've played on my phone in my entire life? Well, one. You you you, you probably played Pac Man. He he definitely played Snake back in the no, day. No, no, no. On my phone. Oh, how on many, your phone. Yeah. I don't, I don't play games. Zero. I don't know. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. I see all these people, they're just so engrossed in it. I mean, just... This is the metaverse, the... Joel. It's all going oh my there. God, the gaming, the metaverse. Up and down Create and... your meme and go right. sit, on your, get, sit on your beach in front of your, you know, in front of your NFT portrait that you've got in your game, <laughs> I mean, that you paid $100 million for. This is what this world's about now. I'm sorry. I got We got that. left in the dust. Me and Joel never understand the metaverse, probably. We're too old for it, but... That's the future. But the future is not now, apparently, because they're hitting all those stocks. <laughs> the future is later, at least from a monetary perspective. So, all right. Here we uh, are. Market's yeah. selling off again. What yeah. do we do? I, I, you, you, buy, you, you, you buy Viacom and you call it a day. I don't know. But, and no. is it not like, okay, the, now you're into this point where go through your scanner, see what has a PE under 10. That's what the market's starting to do because Viacom Discovery ridiculous rallies on Friday for the simple reason is that it's the comb in the ditches. Let's find the value names that haven't rallied yet because low PE stocks are the coolest thing in 2022 when they were the most hated thing in 2020 and the end of 20 or the beginning of 2021. Now they're the cool thing. So, I mean, run your scanners. If it's got a low PE and hasn't gone up yet, that's probably next. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, well, let's move on to guidance here. It, it is guidance Monday. There's like a, literally at least 50, 50 headlines this morning that are just guidance. The biggest one is probably going to be Lululemon. Uh, they came out with some updated guidance about two hours ago now. They said that their Q4 Ooh. sales are going to be at the low end of their range uh, in the in, in the you know 2.1 uh, billion dollar area. Um, but again, at the low end of that, they expect their adjusted EPS to be also towards the low end of their range. This is, again, this is for Q4 with the, the quarter that just ended. Um, anyway, Lulu trading down off, off that. That's probably your, your biggest one, but there's a lot of guys. It's the PE uh, on Lulu. That's actually the question. This is the question you need to ask yourself every time before you go into a stock right now. What's the PE? Top of my head, I'm just going to guess like, but we can go to the pro. 40, I know. Oh, 40. oh, I guess 40 and it's 39. Oh, nice job, guess. Spencer. Nice. All right. Lulu gets under 30. It's interesting. So that's either the earnings got to start going up, which they're not going up if it's cut guidance, or it's got to fall another 100 points. And then it's interesting from a value perspective. That's where I'm at on Lulu. I'd be a buyer at 250, not at 330. Wow. 250. I I'm not saying I it's good. going there. I'm saying I'm not interested in uh, that's where you know. I like that. I like that. That's um, a simple analysis right now. I got the CFA hat on. Oh, yeah. See? Under 30 for a growth stock, it sounds growth at a reasonable price. But growth is not growing now because they're cutting guidance. So I don't know. Maybe that is. Yeah, they're giving really. you bad news. I'd give you a, a three. I mean, not today, but the next monthly low comes in at 313.06. And then look at this congestion you had at 300. So I know Dennis is saying he'd back to 250. I'm saying intermediate levels are 313 and 300. Uh, note to Lululemon. Um, Cut some staff. They got way too many. I was there a while ago, and they they had like a and I'm like a piker. I mean, I don't even I don't even know how much I spent in there. They must have had six people waiting on me. They're all over you. They were They're like, like this oh, dude's oh, gonna buy all these yoga pants. Well, you know, because uh, you know they were all young women and stuff. Oh so my you can, goodness, under, you can understand why. But I'm like, you know, 
come on, give me a break. I'm like, go wait on somebody else. But uh, anyways, trading down in the pre-market. I'll give you just a pre-market low, which I don't know if that's going to hold up. That's 325.61. Next monthly low comes in at 313. I I I think they do not buy this dip here today. So you know, if we were in 2020 or 2021, I was like, oh yeah, this is you know capitulation. Let's get in there. 480, 350 down to 330. How can you lose on this? I tell you, how you can lose because the cut and go the, the P is still a little bit too high, and they're cutting the guidance. So you know what? 330 sold to you. I think it goes lower. I think it goes lower today. I think we could look at Lululemon being down at in the three teens. I think we have yeah, another 20 bucks today on this. So what I about- will not. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Not be buying the stock of no position. I can freely talk about it. It's down 24. I would not be surprised if it ends up down 50. I'm not joking. So I'd be very careful buying this dip right now. Maybe I'm wrong. It's just my opinion, but I do not want to buy this dip in Lululemon. I mean, you went 480 to 370. That's a hundred and ten point too. move. Four hundred. You know, you take uh, and it, you know, you take another hundred and ten off this four hundred high, and you're you're looking at 280, 290. So. Uh, not disagreeing with you on that one. Is I, it, I have no interest in buying this. Dip what's it? What's it dragging? Is it dragging down anything else with it? Um, well, as I said, there is this big retail conference. There's a lot of retail guidance today, so I, 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 I don't know if it's anything Lulu specific. I mean, Nike's trading down, but that, I mean the whole market's down. So, like, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if, if 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 I would if I would call it that. Um, but. Nike, Nike will go down on it though. I would say Nike down two and a half percent is definitely getting dinged by Lulu. So Aren't they having correct. a little, a little Under Armour sometimes can too, but Under Armour is already um, Under Armour is not an expensive stock at this point in time. What's the P on UA? Uh, it's never been expensive. Dennis. Well, it was at one time. It was years <laughs> oh, ago. It used to trade like forty or fifty. Right. Where is it uh, now? What is UA now? PE uh, twenty nine, which is oh, uh, not that cheap. All right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, That's probably because earnings have come down. Because I looked at the P a while ago and I thought yeah. it was twenty. So the earnings actually UA's got some stuff to figure out. But yeah. anyway, anyways, I think you're, I think if you're buying Lululemon, you're going to be early. Um, elsewhere on the guidance front, we had uh, Bristol Meyer and Cardinal Health both giving guidance this morning. I, I mentioned uh, today is the start of the J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference, so you'll, you'll be getting a lot of. Although, although it is virtual, it is virtual. So I I I don't know. Obviously, there, there will be news out of it. I just don't know how big a deal the conference is going to be this year, this time around. Um, but Bristol Meyer trading higher. Uh, I didn't see CAH yet. CAH is trading lower. On, oh wow! Let's see what the CAH numbers were. Uh, Cardinal Health is down um, off that. What did they? They gave an update though. What did the update say? Um, they updated uh, their guidance based on supply chain constraints. Okay. Hey, I don't like that word. Whoa. Interesting. Who who would be buying that stock on Friday? I mean, I know they're not a value here. Yeah, but look at that Humana though, man. I I, I mean, I yeah, know different business, mm, different, different business. business. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say it's different. Did you um, see that? Cah though is pure value. P is 14. Dividends three point was 3.5 percent. Now it's probably three. Well, I got the update. It's 3.89 at 50 dollars wow. and 42 cents. Um, you know, this is a dip I actually probably – you want to see it stabilized, but it's a value name. You're getting a dip on a value stock. Those mm-hmm. are more likely to get bought than the dips on the growth stock. So I'd actually be more inclined to buy the dip on CAH than I would on Lululemon. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to be buying any dips on these today. And you do make a good point that, you know, Humana spooks me on everything healthcare right now, mm-hmm. um, even if it's a different type of business. But CAH uh, coming in, value name. Wouldn't surprise me. If the fifty. Price. I think you'll find buyers at uh, 50. potential fifty bucks because sure. you were forty six to a little over fifty four. Halfway back fifty. You know you had. I think so. uh, yeah, you broke out from fifty here, right? Fifty yeah. and a quarter. That's a good number. So old resistance, new support. Let's see yeah. down three eighty two. 
All right, uh, it is eight thirty-five on a Monday, but Tim Quas is out this week. No, sailing. Yes, he's sailing the Caribbean. And I, and I didn't remember about it until earlier this morning. Oh thought, shoot! So we have I, no guest? No, I forgot because I forgot. Oh no! You got to listen to me for another twenty minutes. I'm ready to yeah, leave. I, I know. I know. Right, I talk oh. too much. Anyway, uh, we haven't covered Tilray yet. That is uh, your earnings report Pot. of the day. I know so their hot. I know their revenue came in above estimates. The revenue was was strong. What was it? It was uh, sales up year over year, but down sequentially. That's interesting. All right. Anyway, uh, what is Tilray? What are Tilray shares doing? They're up. They're up a stick, 15%, 94 cents at 736. Uh, once again, let's get some uh, follow through through the pre market high coming off a new low of the move. I don't know. This one, let's see. It's 748 would be my next target. And then maybe take a look at eight bucks. But if you're if you're buying this thing off the open, the regular session, and you don't get that instant gratification, then it will just do what it's been doing since it hit three hundred bucks. But it's got a it's got a chance. I, I just would want to see follow through through the pre market high. And is it lifting? But I can't believe CGC. Uh, that's moving twenty four cents up twenty four cents on this. I mean, is there VAT now? I mean, I bet you that's still a hype. What's the P oh, yeah. still rate? Do they make money? It's, do, do they make money? This is a good question. That's, uh, oh, that's the first question. Yeah, do they make money? Wait, and then second, is, are they projected to eventually no. make money soon? No, they know they're not profitable on the bottom on the bottom line. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> and then Joel was asking about CGC though, and they're also not profitable. Wait, mm. wait, 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 wait. No, look no. at after no, that. No, no, canopy growth is. No, they were, then they weren't. I don't know. <laughs> Wait for a monthly green candle in what? these folks. Look at that CGC chart since the uh, since the Reddit run when it got up at 55. Been down yeah. every. But the monthly candles, they're getting smaller on, on the dimes just because the price is getting smaller. Well, at a certain point, it's a call option, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. it's down $300 to six. And we'll see, lose six bucks. Now, we'll see, lose um, seven. What about Village Farms? That how's that oh, doing? Probably destroyed too. VFF yeah. six yeah. bucks. Oh, it's up. What else is it? Let's go through all the pot stocks. Oh right? gosh, they all look doing? the same. They're all terrible looking. I mean, they all do look the same. Valuation <laughs> started to matter. Greenhouse full of tomato plants is worth you know fifty twenty. You must million. really like greenhouse tomatoes. full of pot plants is worth a billion. It's starting to converge and not uh, you know. I think I think he, I think all these rallies are always to be sold in these stocks. So it's up thirteen percent. Um, I don't know. You know, it's oversold. You could you squeeze some shorts a bit. Yeah, Maybe. these things get ugly. When you turn around three days from now, you know, just like GME, you know, when it popped to 154, I was like, Ooh. from 135 to 154, it fell over down. It went to 175. So it's like, okay, well, you know, it can keep, continue to go. So that's scary to just, you know, pick a point and short it. Um, but, you know, here it is two days later. GME gives it back. I don't know. I think Tilray eventually ends up back down at the lows again. So I don't know the path to get there. Maybe it can get to 758 bucks before, but I think the path of least resistance is probably still lower. Sorry, not yeah. a fan. Yep, and I, I see a few a few tickers being dropped in there, the cannabis names, and and you know you guys know that I'm long the four largest ones in the U.S., but the charts do do look identical. Uh, if you look at the MJ or the MSOS, it really doesn't make that. I mean. The the performance has diverged a little bit, but not not. I mean, the charts have the same shape. Expensive stocks coming in. So yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, it is eight forty here. There is a few other names on my list here, but nothing like nothing super major. There was a couple other deals this morning. Really? Uh, APR got bought this morning. Uh, I think it was Owens Mills that bought them. Is if that's right? Uh, no, 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 it was Owens Owens and Miner. Uh, OMI buying APR uh, for thirty seven fifty in cash, so that's trading higher. Oh, it's a miner, and they're yeah. buying cash, so they won't hit the stock as bad. Even though, uh, but they say screw it, we'll hit it anyway. It's usually the cash deals they don't hit that hard, but they're hitting it anyway. So, What's the symbol uh, on uh, the company doing? Doing the doing the acquiring? Is, well, yeah. OMI is Owens a miner. Okay. AP yeah. APR, I believe. A- it is. A- yeah, APR is, is getting taken over. Yeah. I don't follow Apria. I don't you know. I don't know if I've even got this stock. I've got my universe of two thousand symbols that I trade. I don't think it. I don't think it's in there. So, and it's not going to go in there now that it's taken over. So, <laughs> APR. I guess you know windfall. Congratulations to the Longs. I don't know anything about this company. 
Uh, and then I would just say keep your eyes on retail and healthcare for the next couple of days. Um, sure. The conference. Yeah, I, I think we're going to get – I think uh, there was like Crocs. or oh, Crocs gave guidance. My oh, bad. Crocs. The Crocs guidance is already out, but there was a few other ones that I saw over the weekend that like are expected to give guidance today or, or, or this week. So um, Crocs is one, and they're up on that. Well, okay, so I didn't even realize that. Um, there was another one. Uh, Party City, yeah. PR, what's what's Party City? PRTY, PRTY. Yeah. yeah, they have guidance as well this morning. So again, a lot of guidance here. Is this kind of? And you were going to continue to get this to get yeah. the conferences, but you're early in the year, and this is when companies are coming out to getting a feel for you know what are we looking like going ahead in 2022. Let's update the market. Um, obviously, we're going to come into earnings season. We're going to hear from our first major report. Uh, probably, Thursday. I guess you could go Delta on Thursday, and then yeah. Friday is the banks. Like that really is what kickstarts it. Yeah, Friday Delta. you got J.P. Morgan, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, BlackRock. So the banks have been on an incredible run here, interest rate driven. Um, obviously, also flight to value, which the banks are clearly value trades. A lot of them trading with multiples in single digits. Some of them. So, I mean, you look, and obviously these trades have worked. I think on pullbacks, they're probably buys. But, you know, you're getting a run-up into the earnings reports, which typically should be sold. So, let's see. I mean, you know, Friday, J.P. Morgan City, Wells Fargo. Um, anything you see in those trades, Joel? They've had nice runs, and historically, they've had runs into the earnings reports. And then, no matter what they do, they seem kind of to get hit off them. But we have not really been in an environment where, you know, we're uh, talking about three or four interest rates hikes uh, for this J.P. Morgan boom. Uh, you're coming up. Ooh, you're coming into a very important area on J.P. Morgan if you're trading this today. The high last week was 68.58, and that was backed up by a 68.36 high. You're trading up a stick, so there you go. Get through 68.58, then you work your way towards 170. But with the report coming up on Friday, a lot of people sitting on a lot of profits. Could still go up. I I would definitely be taking some profits if I had it. BAC, I mean, 50 bucks. He hit that in the pre-market. You know, once again, these stocks, BAC especially, very rarely, I mean, it does happen. I mean, once it gets going one way in the pre-market, yeah. a lot of times it takes a lot to reverse it. Uh, but if you're looking, if you are have the gumption to short it, uh, the top of yesterday's range was saw uh, 49.31, and the close right up there at 49.18. I got to think the 50 has some size there too. Oh so yeah, let's go look at the buck. It's got. Did we do this exercise? Maybe we did this on Friday already. Right? Not at 50 because I'm going to look at Bank America. It's going into the open book. New York Stock Exchange, 60 bucks a month to subscribe to it. Um, yes, there's definitely some size there. 200 and. I got to go wider just to make sure it's not another zero on there. I have my book. Oh, come on. I'm trying to just make the book wider. I think it's 261,000 shares there. Yeah. 261,000 yes. shares at 50. 49 and a half is 40,000, which that's is a lot. So that's significant. I mean, that's the entire pre-market volume sitting at 50. So take some, take some bucks to get through there. I think first time up there might struggle through 50. Usually what you see is it starts to thicken up around like in the 49, 80s and 90s. You get all the high frequency guys leaning higher. And then you get the guys leaning on the high frequency guys in the 80s. So <laughs> 49, 80, it's a lean party. 49, 80, 49, 90s. So 50. I think you're running trouble at 50. Now it's boost trying to rebound. Uh, we're we're seven seven handles off that pre market low forty six forty down twenty seven three quarters. I IWM still in the red by a buck and a quarter. Let's look at this. This has had the craziest monthly range. This IWM right this two ten area quite a ways away from it now. I bought some more IWM there and I was up in it for a bit. I bought it right at the end of 2021 um it ran up and now i'm actually down in it so xbi too i bought some xbi and i'm down in that as well so i have been doing a little bit of nibbling um just to get rebalanced more than anything i've so much in the mega cap so i've been doing just a little bit of rebalancing like i probably might i don't I'm, i've got to add it up but i bet you half of my money's in those four or five names just like the Ooh. same and then when you consider the spy and the qqqs it might even be higher than that so i've been it's been kind of rebalancing a little bit so it's lightening up and, you know, obviously um, moving into some of the, you know, broader market that's down 25, 30%, but not so much to, you know, find the nosebleed P names yet. And then someone in the chat just asked, like, will Bank of America sell off pre-earnings? So it's Pedro. Well, that's the question, Pedro, right? Is like, what, these banks have had Maybe. great runs. Uh, 
for the last two weeks. Could be some profit taking day before. Right. I mean, you, you, you know, you've got people setting up 10% a week. I don't hold it through the report. So, we, and the question, this is a better question here is those people hiding in value right now. I mean, if the market really starts to get ugly and you see Apple and Amazons and start, start to sell off, they'll start hitting the value names too because they'll start raising cash. So don't just think that I'm safe in value. I think a lot of these value names are getting overbought too now. I mean, I've been saying Procter Gamble for a while. You know, 145 to 165, you know, the P is not cheap on that thing either. Um, and, you know, and you still got margins getting squeezed there to a certain extent with supply chain problems. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be hiding the consumer staples. I wouldn't be hiding in utilities. I think if you're hiding, I think you got to be hiding in cash if you really think you're hiding at this point in time because the value names have kind of went. So I'm choosing, you know, some beaten down names that are starting to become value stocks. I'm picking on a couple of those, but. You know, overall, I think if you're just here up buying Berkshire Hathaway, Berk.B, when it just ran 10, 7% in four days, I think you're doing it backwards. I, I, I think there are, broadly speaking, like three buckets uh, where you may want to consider, quote unquote, hiding, right? One of them is is cash, Dennis just said. One of them is alternatives. That includes real estate. That includes real estate equities like REITs um, or other alternatives. There's a giant of them out there like uh, – and 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 um, uh, what was the third one I wanted to say? It was cash. It was alternatives, and it was uh, um, oh well, yeah, gonna... uh, it was cash alternatives, and and even maybe like the mega caps, you know, the value trade. Well, then the mega caps. That's not value. That's just kind like, of still. That's just like I'm saying the top five. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that that's... There's, there's been money hiding there, and it hasn't sold yeah. off yet. And I don't even think it's started. And people keep you know asking when's Tesla going to start selling off? Well, Tesla's starting to sell off, but it's because Ooh. you know you're starting to see. QQQ starting to show some weakness here. I mean, it's such a big component. I'm going to say it again. Tesla's linked in now with the Apples and the Microsofts. Even though it has the nosebleed PE, it's such a big component of the S&P and such a big component of the Qs. It's now in that bucket. So, you know, you see Apple, Amazon start to show some weakness here. You start to see Tesla and it, it could lead it. So, and Tesla is leading it. Tesla is down another $30 here today. Um, ridiculous rally. In, this in last the end of the week. Year. Into the end of the year, absolutely ridiculous rally up to twelve hundred. Failed triple top up there. Tesla chart looks terrible, um, but again, we know this stuff. You know, we get down your nine hundred, and you start to think, okay, well, you just sold off three hundred points in a little over a week. It's not, you know, it's now oversold. So I mean, you're in a range really nine hundred to twelve hundred. I think if you're coming in nine ninety seven, you might be early. I think you get another shot at nine hundred. Does it bounce off at the first time? Probably. It's a hundred points away. Traded down. They also had some news, right? They were bumping, uh, bumping prices of their self-driving mechanism, right? To twelve k. Did I see that? So people don't like. I mean, trading down in sympathy. Oh, more than the market, but uh, trading on the lows of the pre-market session. Do we have? We got a gap to fill down here at uh, nine. We won't see that today. There's a gap between nine fifty-seven. 05 and 93930 997 was your low wow not a lot in here 99756 and then Nothing your next daily low comes in at 957 yeah. yeah yep i think it's got a date with 900 again okay next uh What's in the chat? Let's do yeah. ticker time. Yeah, well, there, there there was a super chat comment about about the the, the, the shroom stocks like MindMed and Compass. Compass, but like, I got all those thrown in with the pot stocks. Yeah, they, they kind of are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean they can they trade with the pot stocks. They, yeah, they may not be the same business, but they trade with them, right? So there know. may be the odd value one in there because I don't follow the companies close enough. But again, look at you know what they're making. You want to own companies that are making money right now. Right. You know, making. Kramer's absolutely right when he's like stuff. Are they making money? They're making cash. Are they making physical stuff? Or is it like you know a storied stock that you know oh maybe we're gonna get in the metaverse and that stuff's not working right now. So I mean again a lot of these pot stocks still trade with you can't even value them because they're not making money. So I want to own stuff that's making money right now. If you have some that are making money, maybe it's you know pick a diamond in the rough. But it's a tough, you know, it's kind of like buying a needle in a haystack right now, and the whole hay patch has been lit on fire. What is that besides uh, Mini Med? What else? I follow. Uh, well, well Com- Compass CMPS is the other big one. Okay, I mean, I'm yeah. sure the chart's going to look the same way on that one. 
Well, I, I actually haven't looked at it for a minute. So Compass I, Pathways? I don't yeah. even try. I don't know what that is. CMPS. Yeah, okay. Well, Are actually, we sure? Is it we sure that's a pot stock? I'm 100%. That's it. No, it's uh, it's uh, it's um, psychedelic. Psychedelics. Thank you. Thank you, Joel. Psychedelics. Anyway, um, that's so, a pharmaceutical company. It's a psychedelic. So, so this is psycho. So this is psychedelics. Is it just that though? Like I'm just I, I don't follow close enough. Headquartered in the UK. I'm just looking Compass Pathways CMPS. It's another one that I don't trade. I'm just trying to see. Like are they just. You know, psychedelics or the uh, other stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, pretty sure they only they only came public a year or so ago, uh, or okay. yeah, a year and a half ago. Okay. Um. Yeah. So and it's been getting beat up. If it's got nosebleed PE, they don't want it right now. It's a simple right, market right ju- now. Just to real quickly run through the ratings of the day, there are a lot uh, on both the upgrades and downgrades front. Uh, Dell is notable is moving off its upgrade. I saw that Unity caught upgrade this morning. I'm just trying to find the biggest ones. Viacom we mentioned already upgraded Deutsche Bank. Um, Zscaler upgrade. Interesting time to upgrade a software name. KB Home upgraded. Uh, I'm just scrolling quickly, quickly, quickly. That's it. That jumps out to me on the upgrades front. Uh, Generac upgraded. Interesting. Um, everywhere. On the downgrade front, wow, there's a lot. A lot of energy downgraded from uh, B of A, Medtronic downgraded at BTIG, Charles Schwab caught a downgrade to neutral. Holy. That takes guts. Uh, B of A downgrading. bearish analysts. Yeah, B of A downgrading some financials to neutral. I'm sorry, some some, uh, casinos to neutral, Las Vegas Sands. I'm sorry, that's underperform on on LVS. Underperform on LVS, RRR. And GLPI, um, Jeffries downgrading a bunch of like uh, like Crown Castle and then those those types of names. Um, yeah, the LVS one is interesting from B of A downgrade and uh, and then. Well, it depends if we're going to the reopening trade. Then you know you're thinking it's been such a trading range too, though. Like it's hard to get bullish LVS here when it's sitting here. I, I guess you could use the recent low of the move at 3688. looks like we're going to challenge that today. doesn't make a stand there. You know, it's a downgrade, you know, it's a significant bearish call, which is going to put pressure on the stock. Kind of hold that little double bottom 3688 to 3684. If it does, it would pass the test because I know, you know, I've been saying, I think we're going to get a nice reopening trade coming. Um, because I think everybody's going to get this thing. I think we're going to be in February, and it's like well, everybody's had it, or majority of people have had it now. I don't know if that means we're going to get you know herd immunity. I don't know right. if that means we're not going to be you know like you said, Spencer, you had Delta. Can you get Omicron? I mean, there's a lot of questions we don't know about. But I think we're going to be looking. You know, the cases aren't going to be exploding in two weeks. I think it's going to start to come in because I just think everybody's going to be have. Like there's so many the case numbers are just ridiculously wrong anyways because nobody's even getting tested now. So I mean you can't get tests at least at least in Ontario. I'll have to, a lot of people, people yeah, a lot yeah. of people can't get get tested. Yeah. Um so so that's that's also part of it. So I think the numbers are going to start coming down as more people. I think it's just everywhere. I think it's all I, around I, us. I think, I think everyone, there's a distinct possibility it's in this house which Everyone is, is everyone's relying on adding total evidence because everyone knows somebody right now. Who has and even like a close contact? Everyone right, knows right. somebody close now that right. has it. It right. wasn't like that before. It was like, oh, I know a friend or I know somebody of somebody. Now it's like, now everybody knows my my wife's sister's got it. I mean, it's everybody seems to know somebody that's got it right now. Um, we just got a super chat comment from Will asking about Nvidia. So let's take a look. See sure. Nvidia. Uh. Ooh, breaking down Took out support, yeah, yeah. That's now, a critical breakdown. Right now, that's scary. I mean, unless you're going to get the, you know, the undercut and rally trick from the Gil Morales playbook, that just isn't working right now either. Though, I mean, you've got a run up, Joel. Maybe I'm taking your stuff away from you, but 220 no. to 260 was like basically straight up in a month and a half. What not goes good. up quickly can go down quickly. It's not out of the realm of possibility. That Nvidia could see 220 again. I, I I hate to be bearish this, but you know, it's I just like a lot company. of real estate. I, a lot of, yeah. yeah. Instead of trying to find support in this thing, I would say, man, oh, man, you get a rally back to 270, 272. Boy, oh, boy. The boys are going to be stacked with offers there. You had a low at that area, 271.18. You Oof. bounced off one. You bounced uh, two, uh, three, uh, four, uh, five times in a row. 
boom, boom, that's your level. If you're looking to get out of this thing, the hope for a pop to 270 and just put the offer out there and let them take you if they want to take it. Uh, the crew, the uh, close will be a good number. I mean, not even, that would fill the gap too. A double bottom at the bottom of the range, 70, 57, 70, 65. I'm just going to talk about resistance on this one. I have no idea where it's going on the downside. I think, Taking out the monthly low too. Yeah. I think there's, and NVIDIA is maybe not the stock you want, but they, I think there's a case where some of these, and, you know, NVIDIA is obviously just widely owned, but some of these growth county names are still oversold. So I don't think you can come in and just start selling ARKK at this point in time. I mean, it's really oversold. No, no, I so we, that, we no. keep thinking it's going to be a dead cap bounce, and it just it is just that that gets these little bounces, like three, four percent. You think, okay, this is the time, and then they just more sellers come in. It's so it's such the playbook of two thousand. Like I wish I could, you know, and I'm going from memory a lot, but I wish you know somebody'd come out and show us like the stats, you know, because it feels exactly like the playbook. I know like we're entering like 2001 now where everything's burst and people are looking at their portfolios and they're down 30, 40%, 50% in some mm-hmm. stocks. And they're like, well, eventually it's going to come back. And then it goes another like six months, a year and they go lower and they get to 80, 90% some of these stocks. And they're like, well, and then they just stop looking. And then it's like <laughs> 25 years later, some of them come back. I mean, that's how it went. It's how I feel like this is going to, it's why can't get you know buying some of these things in my long-term account if they got the nosebleed valuations because i know how that story ended and it might end the same way history doesn't repeat itself but it often rhymes ryan dietrich good old well, ryan he's the one he quotes that from mark twain i believe look at yeah. that look at amd with the almost the identical formation of nvidia you try not as many lows in the same area but the same monthly lows so AMD, you might get a shot at the bottom of the range from yesterday, 130, 113. Yeah. I'm talking on resistance on these. Oh, on resistance. Like, you're talking to sell it short. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It bounces up to 131. Might be a good short. Here we are looking at stocks beat up like AMD and saying where we can short it. I mean, it's a different world. We're not in Kansas anymore here. I think AMD's eventually got a date with 100 bucks, so I'm not touching it up here. Not, that, that, that would be my price target if I was short it. A hundred dollars. Let's do GoPro for uh, for remote. GoPro. Yeah, GoPro is whole. It's been awfully quiet the last couple of months. It's been well, actually, it's quiet in general. But somebody says got cheap PE. I don't. I don't know I, if that's true or not. I don't trade this. I trade it sometimes, but I don't trade it on a fundamental yeah, basis. Yeah, it does. Wow. PE camera camera in the PE in a single digits nine. Look 9. at 6. that. Yeah. The sneaky GoPro. The value trade. Yeah, what? GoPro, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe they're just looking and they're like, "Oh, we're hungry." You know, this is one of those sneaky ones we've been saying. Look for you know the sneaky ones that haven't gone yet. I don't know, ten fifty this morning, maybe, but I don't know if those earnings sustainable too, or did it just have like a bump up in the quarter? And we're looking like, what's the tra- tracking earnings? You know, because sometimes you get fooled. They just bring out the PE and it's like, oh, it's five. Well, they had you know some you know extra items or whatever that popped up the quarter and makes yeah. it look better. You know, you got to kind of look at what the path of the earnings are. are they, you know, just kind of, you know, they stable at this price range. Oh, I wish you I could do a trend. Digging, really digging down your CFA hats right now here. But. Oh, I wish I could do this trend line better, but I, I kind of like this. I don't do it a lot, but you could get a, you could get like a little triangle here. Uh, you're coming off this high. You can tech connect a couple highs here, and then you kind of come here, and you can kind of connect, you know, a couple months. And these are monthly levels. You're kind of winding into it. So if you're better at drawing a triangle than me, obviously you could get it. But you know, coming down, I I haven't seen people wearing those lately. I, I don't know if they're making anything else. But uh, quiet today. Uh, there's been. I don't know. You're breaking down through a bunch of lows here at the 1050 area. So immediate bounce off this 1050 is what needed. If not, you work your way maybe towards $10. Not, right. not a stupid opinion on that one. I, right, I, folks, I'd be more bullish than bearish. Because of the low PE. Okay, yep. folks, I'll let Step you guys up. take it away. Spencer, thanks for bringing me the new Benzinga sign. Just it's kind of new. It's kind of out of the box. It kind of has that. That new box smell, but uh, get one of those. It looks like. Uh, Wait a minute! I, I thought you had a newer one. No, you don't. I, I had one that you gave me, but the thing was so high. Like they had the new Benzinga logo, but it was way up there, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to stand and do the show. 
So I need one like here. I literally, I put it up there and I put the banner up and I was like, oh, it's way up there. You can't see it. I could go uh, and like shoot my camera straight up, but then he wouldn't see me. Right. So I need one at this height. I'm going to get you a new. All right, I'll get you. I can cut it. No, don't do that. <laughs> Re-sew it. I'll get you a new one. All right, everyone. Uh, we're going to wrap for the day. Live training with Benzinga coming up next. Please hit that like button for us. I know we're only at 211. Oh, no, 268. If we could get to 350, that'd be awesome. You know what we what we really appreciate uh, is the Super Chats. So thanks to those of you with the Super Chat comment. We really do appreciate that. Uh, thanks to all of you just in the chat in general for your participation, as always. I hope everyone is doing okay and and, and staying safe and feeling well. Um, I'm going to hop off now. We're going to end this stream, redirect to live trading with Benzinga. Please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. Reminder, Benzinga Pro, free two-week trial, pro.benzinga.com. You should definitely, definitely, definitely check that out. Um, and if you don't know what that is, we'll use it a lot more on our next show. So stay tuned for that. Everyone catch you over there and uh, let's get ready for the day. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.